welcome back to just me balls my name is dom and i'm nat and we're back with season two episode five oh my god yeah i can't believe it i feel like i feel like once again it's five thousand mm-hmm. and ten yeah. five thousand and ten right yep <laughs> we actually have a audience today yes we have a special guest i know introduce yourself hello thank you guys so much for having me on um i'm jody i am a friend of dom uh we oh, studied yes. together at uni oh. and this is my second podcast and i know nothing about true crime yay, yay! <laughs> fun experience <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have a great time then you're gonna have a lot of conversations. Jody seems concerned. She's like, I'm not gonna have fun. <laughs> I'm, uh, my stress levels are raised. My heartbeat is high. <laughs> uh, well, guys, you see, um, Jody is an organizer, and she doesn't like um, true, authentic reactions. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be scared. I don't get the joy of like being terrified and then like screaming naturally. <laughs> it's fine. This is great. It's this fine. Is gonna be it's great. content. It's content. If you want to scream, it's fine too. Yeah. I might scream. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll get it started. Mm-hmm. Okay. So today I'm going to talk about William McDonald. William McDonald. Mcdonald. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did he do? <laughs> I <soon>? wonder. <laughs> Everything. Okay. So he was born on the 17th of June, 1924. He actually was from Liverpool, England. Mm. But... His birth given name was actually Alan Ginsberg. I can't even say it. Ginsberg. Ginsberg. Whatevs. Anyway, so <laughs> the name William MacDonald actually comes later, which I'll tell you later on. Um, so growing up, MacDonald was a loner throughout his childhood. Like, loner, he continued on to mm-hmm. being a loner when he got up to his teenage years. Um, so in 1943, once he finished high school, guys. Um, We're listening, teacher. (laughs) At the age of 19, he was enlisted in the army and transferred to another section that I can't pronounce because it's too hard, so I'm not going to, guys. (laughs) Say it, say it. Try it, try it. Lancashire... Lancashire. Fusilier. Fusilier. Fusilia, I think that's how you say it. Well, it's that, guys. Um, And one night, actually, McDonald was actually raped by one of his corporals in an air raid shelter. Where he was raped? He was raped when he got transferred to this um, air raid shelter. Mm -hmm. Um, The incident left him confused because even though it had traumatized him, he admits that he had enjoyed the experience. It was non-consensual, but he enjoyed it. Yeah, like, he was very confused because, like, after that, he was driven to seek out more sexual encounters with men after that. Either he loved just to have sex or he just... Back then, obviously, like, being gay was illegal in Britain. So mm. most of these encounters were in public toilets and parks. Um, McDonald was discharged from the army in, in 1947. He was actually diagnosed with schizophrenia. I can't even say it today. Schizophrenia? Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia? Schizophrenia? So I don't actually... Um, but, um, he was actually taken to a mental asylum for several months where he received electric convulsion therapy for his treatment. Oh. Yikes. What, 
decade is this in? Um, it was in the 40s. That's okay. why. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. They way... still think they can cure like homosexuality and stuff like that mm, through that yeah. shit. Oh, and um, he had like a history with mental illness as well mm. too. So it was just like. Yeah, they thought they could cure mental illnesses yeah. with that as well. Yeah. So um, that happened. God. And so in 1949, so he's out now, MacDonald mm-hmm. um, actually decides to immigrate to Canada but oh. before he did this, he officially changes his name to William MacDonald. Mm. So, because you know how it was Alan Giggs... Jing, I can't even say it. Jingsburg? He changed it because no one could pronounce his <laughs> yeah, name. Exactly. And, you know, like, you're exactly. just proving why he had to change his so, name. <laughs> I can pronounce MacDonald now. Uh, so, like, I wish I knew, I wish I knew why he did this because it kind of just, like... You'll know, like, when I talk about it later mm-hmm. because it's just like, oh, it was kind of smart of him because, like, he used that It's alias. like his stage name for when he yeah. commits his crimes. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you'll see. Um, so, yeah, so when he moves to Canada, he actually goes and settles in Australia in 1955. Oh, so this is another Australian case. Yeah. Oh. So he moves around. So he's moving around. So we don't know what he's done in Canada, but mm. he moves to Australia in 1955. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take long for him to get in trouble because he actually gets arrested by touching a detective's penis what? in a public toilet in Adelaide. A detective? Yeah. Wow. Was he an undercover detective or something? Maybe. Like, it doesn't say he was undercover, right. but he said he got arrested. I feel fuck? like he was because, like, in a public toilet. Yeah. And he wouldn't have known that he was a detective. He's yeah. just like, oh, penis. Yeah. Grab. So um, he only got um, a two-year good behavior um, right. sentence. sentence. Yeah. Um, but he didn't stay there for long because he moved to Ballarat. But then, again, he moves again to Sydney hmm. in 1961. So he's just, just jumping around. Mm. Is he running away from something? I don't Is know. Is he running towards something? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just like... Bored. Doing, yeah, well, um, when he moved to Sydney, he became a construction worker. Mm. So maybe he was just working from like different jobs. Oh, okay. At first. All right. Yeah. So during this time, he's living in East Sydney. Um, McDonald becomes... Did he live in McDonald Town? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald in McDonald. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That would be funny though. <laughs> um, McDonald becomes a well, like a well-known figure around the parks and public toilets. Oh yeah. Because that was the secret meeting place for gay men. Uh, um, since you know, um, same-sex activities were also illegal. Illegal back mm. then. Yeah. Um, so his first victim, mm-hmm. okay, he was in Brisbane. So once again, <laughs> I'm guessing he went up there for work. Maybe he's just or a floater. Or, 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 or it was either he was on holiday or he was there for work mm-hmm. because his first murder was in Brisbane in 1961. Um, and like he meets this guy. Who, whose name is Amos Hugh Hurst. He was a, 60, a 63-year-old man. Um, and they were both at the Roma Street Railway, railway Station. Mm. Um, and, you know, like, they, were, they decided to go for a long drinking session at one of the local pubs. And McDonald actually heads back to Hurst's apartment where they continue to keep drinking. Okay, and... The moment Hearst becomes too intoxicated, 
McDonald tries to strangle him. Like, what? Well, he succeeds, anyways. And he's strangling him, and like, um, Hearst was so, um, he couldn't fight back. And like, clearly, since he was so drunk, um, he didn't notice, and he began to hemorrhage. Oh, brain hemorrhage? Yeah, hemorrhage. Oh, shit. And um, blood was pouring out from his mouth and onto McDonald's hand. And he ended up punching him. And what the? F- yeah, and he ends up dying from that one punch. Wow. So he was already hemorrhaging. And then he punches him and he's dead. Yeah, but get this right. Um, McDonald places hers onto his bed, taking off his trousers, shoes, and pulls the sheet over his head and tucks them on the side. Like, uh-huh. it was like cocooning into him. bed? Oh, oh. Like cocooning him into that bed. Like- and he doesn't leave the apartment until he knows, like, it's safe to go. Ah, uh, maybe he was trying to act like it was up. a natural yeah. death. Literally, like, um, nobody sees him leaving the apartment. But five days later, he found Hearst's name on a newspaper obituary Ooh. column. And he gets away with murder because <gasps> the article had written that Hearst had accidentally died. Oh yeah, because he hemorrhaged as well. So yeah, maybe that's they, true. Yeah, yeah. He was like, so they're not even going to investigate. Yeah, for like fingerprints and shit, because it's like, well, he hemorrhaged, so yeah. obviously his case first, closed. Yeah, wow. and that was his first taste of murder. For like, I was going to put, but that. Am I going to put? Okay, no. <laughs> okay, the second victim. Um, the same year, on June the fourth, nineteen sixty-one. Police were summoned to the Sydney Domain Baths. Um, it was a man's nude corpse that had been found. Oh. Um, he was identified as Alfred Reginald Greenfield H. Why is with the long name? I know. <laughs> I should have just like just said Alfred. Uh-huh. Um, age forty-one. Um, Greenfield had been sitting on a bench at Green Park across from St. Vincent, Vincent's Hospital in Darlinghurst when, when McDonald approached him. He actually offers him a drink and convinces, and convinces him to go to a nearby domain bath on the pretext that he will be providing more alcohol. Um, do you know what a domain bath is? No, I, I do to, not. <laughs> I, had to te- I had to search it. It's like, um, you know those um, pools that are made next to the shores? Because uh, back then people would use, you know, it's just, it's a it's swimming a pool. It's a public bath. Yeah. It's a swimming pool. But oh. it's the, it's that swimming pool like against the, sh- like in the shoreline. Oh, you see those? like kind of like, like at Manly Bondi? and stuff, how there's a yeah, pool there? Bondi, yeah, Bondi. It's in Coffs Harbour. At Bondi, like the iceberg or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's that because back in the days, the plumbing they didn't have plumbing so they used that for like publics to like take a sh- shower take a oh, bath i had like the swim. japanese like public bath thing <laughs> in my head i was thinking like is this like a private thing but it's actually legit just a swimming pool that right. that people swim nowadays oh. um but yeah it was interesting because like um so when they were there um he waited until Greenfield had fallen asleep before taking his knife out and savagely stabbing him 30 times. Jesus. The first blow had severed the arteries in his neck. It wasn't enough for McDonald. He then pulls down Greenfield's trousers oh, no. and underwear, 
cuts cut his penis off. Yes, <gasps> he cuts no. off his penis. Is that as a memorabilia? Like, <laughs> I can well, use this at night. Like, but, what? But the thing is, like, I he, have a theory. Oh, what's your? Thing? I have a theory. Okay. So this is revenge for the trauma he experienced in the past when he was when he was raped. raped. And mm. this is cutting off the phallic. You know, no, I don't know. <laughs> that Maybe. could make sense. Maybe. Maybe. Or he could be crazy and he's like, I use this to stick up my booty, like, or, or that. <laughs> when I'm bored. <laughs> or that too. There's two great options right there. <laughs> well, um, well, with this, he puts it in a plastic bag and throws it over the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Oh, that's boring. I know. <laughs> I know. I was just what like, was well, the point of it then? What was the whole point of that? So, I thought he would keep it. Like, you know how most serial killers, they have to keep a little trophy yeah. after they've committed a crime? It's like, oh, my God, I want to keep the penis. Yeah. But it's like, oh, no, I'm just chuck it. Yeah. Chuck, just chuck it out the window. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought the same thing, but no. Maybe just, he, like, sucked it a few times, you know? No, I'm kidding. Well, sorry. you never know. You never know, honestly. <laughs> he could have just said he threw it and he was doing shit to yeah. it. So. I wouldn't be surprised. True. Yeah. Um, so after that, he's actually known, he is named as the penis stealer. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a good um, title. <laughs> he's known as the mutilator. The mutilator. Ooh, Damn, yeah. the penis one sounds funnier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that one's way better. Um, so with that, the third victim is, his name is Ernest William Cobbin, 47. His murder was similar to the second victim once again. Damn, no uh, peepee. Man, this guy. Not living up to his, uh, his yeah. name. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, McDonald was walking down South Dowland Street where he met Cobbin. He lured Cobbin to Moor Park and drank beer with him in, pub- in a public toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, just before he was about to attack Cobbin, McDonald pull i keep thinking ronald mcdonald (laughs) (laughs) mcdonald puts on his plastic raincoat okay just to stop the blood splattering that's true i've heard serial killers do that how fucked up is that i was thinking american psycho what the fuck that's right yeah 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 because i love that movie that yeah i said i love that movie (laughs) um well he does that and then Coburn was sitting on the toilet seat and when um he finally makes his move. He stabs him in the neck. Wow. Using an uppercut motion. Wow. Which severed his jugular. Oofed. Jugular vein, yeah. God damn, so son. So blood was splattering all over McDonald's arms, face, raincoat. The blood had covered the toilet cubicle. Oofed. Yeah. So can you just imagine, though, like one random person just walking in there and then was just and like, oh, no, out. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> walking yeah. out. It's like, wait a second. This is, oh, oh. It's real. It's a dead boy. Okay, bye. I'm out. Legit, like, it's in the 60s. Yeah. Obviously, there would still be people walking around yeah. at night. Mm. But that's just crazy that nobody saw it. I already sense a connection. All his victims are men. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Mm. Just putting two, um, everything together. I love it. I love it. I want to <laughs> predict the ending. Not that there's an ending to her. This is real life. I keep forgetting. This is not a story. This is a horrific tragedy. I know we're writers, but come on. um so he was stabbed multiple times before mcdonald decided to cut off his penis um he places them into a plastic bag along with his knife and departed the scene um but they don't really tell um us where he put that penis in his ass (laughs) (laughs) 
maybe you never know <laughs> you just never know um but yeah he washes up before heading home and then I'm just thinking like with the amount of blood that was coming out he's walking in the city uh, he must have rinsed it surely that's true yeah there would have been some remaining wouldn't it no I mean it's a raincoat yeah so. it's a raincoat that's waterproof mm-hmm. So. Wow. so if you ever meet anyone who has a lot of raincoats, yeah, we know clear. why. I have no raincoats. Sorry, <laughs> bitch. I don't have one. Might get one. <laughs> wow, we're making of a murderer right here. Future mutilator. What are you gonna do? Cut people's clits off just to mimic this the, serial killer? Wait, no. what is the pun name for that? Like villain, the cl- the clitoral mutilator. Damage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, maybe I won't get one now. I'm sorry. Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. Um, well, so his body was found in the toilets at Moor Park. But, you know, once again, the police had no connection. I can't believe this was just at Moor Park. What the fuck? I know. Mm. I know. We walk past that all the time. Oh, like, we go there sometimes. Mm. So that's creepy. Um, the fourth victim was on the 31st of March, 1962. A family, a man, a wife, and a very young child find a man wounded in Darlinghurst. Oh, just wounded, so still alive. Wounded. Yeah, so he was still alive. His name was Frank Gladstone McLean. Mm -hmm. Um, McLean was still bleeding, but he was still breathing, but was like bleeding heavily when the family ran back to get the police. Um, Leading up to this incident, though, that night, McDonald actually left the Oxford Hotel in Darlinghurst and followed McLean down Burke Street past the local police station. Wow. This guy's so cunning. And McDonald initi- initiated conversation with McLean and asked if he wanted to go drinking around the corner in Burke Lane. When they entered Burke Lane, McDonald plunges his knife immediately into McLean's throat. Damn. Um, he tried to defend himself from McDonald, but he was too intoxicated. Um, he was stabbed in the face and punched. He loses balance and falls to the ground. Jesus. Um, but before he could continue on with this assault, he that's when the family interrupts. Oh. Um, Lucky right. break. Well, at least for McLean. Well, um, but the thing is, like... Since he was interrupted, he, you would think that McDonald would run away, but he doesn't. He just what? hides and oh. listens <gasps> to what's happening. And once the family actually leaves, so he, he, he leaves the, bod- uh, the body, like no one stayed with the body. What the fuck? Yeah. So they left and then McDonald took the chance to return to McLean and finish him off. Yeah. And oh. yeah. And take his trophy. Pretty much. Yeah. His yeah. little PP collections growing. Yeah, pretty much. Like he stabs him six times. Fuck. Yeah, and takes slices of his penis and puts them in a plastic bag, and went Eats home it, to probably. take. And took, he took it home. Oh, he took dis- that one home and disposes it. But he ate it. But like, what did he do with it during that time? Did he actually dispose it in the first place? So when that happens, the police actually thought the killer was a deranged surgeon because of how the genitals were removed. True. It seemed like it was done by someone who had surgical experience. Mm. Wow, that's kind of suspicious. I know, right? Yeah. It seems professional. 
he seems like he's quite practiced. smart to know mm. how to do that. Maybe he's practiced as well. Maybe uh, he was in medicine in the military. I wonder mm. what his specialization was. True. Or he mutilated people in the military as well. True. Yeah. Oh he was God. like, I like all these penises. I'm going to just cut them all off. <laughs> I didn't even, <laughs> keep I didn't even think of that. <laughs> he's growing a so PP smart. garden. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Would you access to like all the kind of tools and the yeah. training? Yeah. Or like, do they treat bodies as well? Like injured bodies in the military? In like maybe. Army. They probably do. Yeah. So Especially back in the days. Yeah. He probably helped out or something in the ward and was like, oh, how to cut the pee pee. I wonder if they have like a basic level of medical training for every soldier mm. perhaps. Maybe. Yeah, Did maybe. Really say? Because if a, a soldier's wounded, then maybe they need to, like they have to have the requirement of like knowing what to do, how to handle it and mm. stuff. So I, I wonder if, for example, there's an explosion and they have to amputate a limb. Mm. I wonder if they're taught that. Probably True. are, I yeah. To help would. them out, to help out each soldier, I guess, maybe. I reckon they So would've. he was like, oh, I think I can do this with this breathing little vein. Not breathing, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's odd. He fits the bill of many serial killers in that one, mm. he was a loner, and two, he joined the military. Yeah, you know? yeah. That seems a very common thread. It's like they take out their anger in the like in the army, not well, anger, a, but like yeah. that's yeah. It's an opportunity it's really to hold a weapon yeah. and the outlet. Yeah, that's true. Mm. My God, you guys are just educating me. Like I just didn't even think of these stuff. You're supposed to be educating oh us right now, Dom. No. These are just speculations. Yes. <laughs> Theories. I, I love the theories and speculations, guys. Um, we'll continue on, and you can give me more theories. Um, so the fifth victim. Mm-hmm. So during this time, McDonald is no longer a construction worker. He was actually working at his local post office now. Um, people knew him as Alan Edward there. Oh, so, from his first name? Yeah. So huh. he's just like... He's been really sneaky, like so mm. using his real name, but also like mm. people that are not that don't know him from there. His real name in Australia that he yeah. came in with is William McDonald. So he's like pretending to be two people at this point. Yeah. Maybe like his old original name he associates as this like innocent mm. little boy, like mm. the one who got raped and whatnot. Mm. And then as McDonald, he's like ferocious. Yeah, I like peepees. Yeah, I'm just not going to stop saying that now. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but with this one, he gets dismissed from his job, but purchases a mixed business store in Concord under the name Brennan. Concord, again, so local. I know, right? And a third name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, another third name. Um, McDonald is now selling sandwiches and good um, small goods. It's uh, It's like a delicacy. Right. Delicacy. Delicatessen? Yes, that one. <laughs> delicacy. Delicatessen. I can't say it today. He sells delicacies at the delicatessen. <laughs> he, delicatessen. I can't even say it. Um, well, anyways, um, he actually purchased the house upstairs from the store, but he was only there for a week before he disappeared. Mm-hmm. So the reason why he purchased the upstairs store was to do his killings there, so it was away from the public eye. On so on the night of Saturday, June 6, nineteen sixty-two, McDonald went to a wine saloon saloon mm, yeah. um in Pitt Street, Sydney. Wow. Common place, guys. Yeah, That's location so local. I know now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um this is where he meets his final victim, thirty seven year old Patrick Joseph Hackett. All the names, man. Yeah. They got three names. 
Um, he was a thief also. Um, he had been released from prison recently. So after a night out drinking, Hackett decides to go back to McDonald's, McDonald's new residence where they continue to drink alcohol. Um, once again, Hackett falls asleep on the floor and McDonald then takes out a boning knife. If you know. What I do is. not know what that is. No. We'll, we'll look at photos after this. <laughs> and stabs him in the neck. Oh, wow. It actually goes through his neck. Jesus. That's how, like... So he gets this guy drunk and he takes him back to his apartment yep. and then he kills him. Yeah. He has an one. MO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hackett actually wakes up and shields himself. Oh, so he's already he woke up knife. after having the knife go yep. through his neck? Yep. Bruh. He wakes up shields himself and he manages to push the knife back into mcdonald's mcdonald's <gasps> other hand uh-huh. so he cuts him severely in one of the hands oh wow and wow you just stabbed a man in the neck okay <laughs> but angry by this mcdonald actually strike strikes him again mm. but straight to the heart killing oh. him yeah but he doesn't stop there he actually continues to stab him wow. stab 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 he stab comes stab. From such a place of anger like that's a kind of passion yeah what the fuck? He's just stabbing away. Mm. And have all the victims look like the original attacker. Mm. That's why. Just wait and see. Um, but <laughs> oh, I'm waiting. <laughs> um, he only stops because he's actually tired and he's taking a breather. Wow. Um, Coffee break. Jesus. Yeah, like it was that fucking brutal that the knife actually become like started to be blunt. He was just wow. blunt. Wow. Mm. Um, he was unable to cut the penis afterwards. So, and wow. no pee pee for his pee pee collection. Also, by the way, he works at a delicatessen where he cuts meats. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, so, yeah. yeah. So, but the thing is, he was so lazy to go downstairs to get another yeah. knife. Because he's wow. got the tools. Yeah, he was too lazy to go downstairs. So, he <sighs> decides to just be like, eh, I'm just going to go to sleep right next Gosh. to the victim. Cool. I mean, the smell doesn't bother me at all. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck? He cuts yeah. lots of, by the way, phallic things like sausages he'll be cutting yeah. a day, hams. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Lots of stuff. Wow. He must be really he horny every time he works. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Like, it's just disturbing. Um, so he falls asleep. Um, but, like, Hackett's blood is, like, splattered all over the floors what and the walls. Fuck? Um, Yeesh. But, you know, the pools of blood in the in the apartment had soaked through the floorboards and almost onto the counters downstairs. What? That's how much he, blood like, he woke up to. And he yeah. was like, had to clean that He's shit. He's like, oh shit, it's probably time I cleaned up, eh? <laughs> yeah, but he didn't though, because when he wakes up, he just cleans himself up and goes to the hospital and was just like, oh, oh can oh, I get Oh, my hand hurts, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the doctor was like, oh, what happened? He's like, oh, I... I work. I fell. <laughs> and I cut it at work. So, and, you know, he's got proof because he worked. A believable story. Wow. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so after that, he returns home, cleans up the blood, and drags Hackett's corpse underneath the shop. What the fuck? Um, How has none of the other workers seen this? I don't know. What yeah, the fuck? At point. <laughs> like, I, maybe he didn't hire anyone straight away. Yeah. Because he was only there for a week, mm. they said. And then... But, like, after that, he fled to Brisbane mm-hmm. because he believed the police would be looking for his victim. Yeah, well, yep. But it was, like, um, three weeks later, though, 
Um, the neighbours called the health department complaining about a putrid smell coming from the shop mm. that McDonald owned, but people knew him as Brennan. Mm. So they're like, oh, Brennan used to live, um, he oh. lives here. Yeah. Um, the police were then called. Um, they kicked down the door because no one was answering from mm. the inside. The smell had led them to discover the rotting corpse underneath Oof. the shop. Yikes. Yeah, the body was so badly decomposed that they couldn't identify who it was. Oh, and this yeah. was the 60s as well. Yeah, so like the autopsy though determined that it was someone from their 40s. Right. And the guy that they knew, Brennan, was in his 40s. Mm. So they just assumed it was him. It was him. him. <gasps> so yeah. they thought he died. Yeah. What the fuck? So he inadvertently faked his own murder. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't know it though. I was just like, what the fuck? So once again... He's getting, away with, getting yeah. away with it. Um, and in the late in late July, the police still hadn't made any connections with the murders at all. But profile the killer was like an operate was operating in Sydney's inner eastern suburbs, but mm. they didn't know he actually fled to Brisbane again. Right. Um, so with this, after the investigation, the victim was incorrectly identified as Brennan, mm. and there was a obituary for Brennan oh on the God. newspaper. Oh was his photo in the newspapers? No. One of his former workmates at the local post office read about the funeral and attended it, which was like a small gathering because mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of people there. Um, at this time, McDonald was living in Brisbane, but then moved to New Zealand. What the hell? So he didn't stay He's in one just spot. fleeing, yeah. Yeah, because he was paranoid that the police was actually looking for him. Yeah, well. Even though they were, know him they as were a like, different They were like, dead. And um, you would think McDonald would stay in New Zealand, but he doesn't. He has the urge to kill again, and for some reason he had to return to Sydney to do this. Mm-hmm. Um... When he returns to Sydney, he bumps into his former workmate, John McCarthy. The one that attended the funeral? Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was like, I thought you were dead. And they actually go out for drinks and John talks about the funeral and he asked McDonald about the body uh, at the shop. Mm. And he was just like, leave me alone and runs away. Wow. Very suspicious. Suspicious as shit. <laughs> if yeah. I was that guy, I'd be like, I'm going to report this, motherfucker. Yeah, well... um. McDonald was paranoid from about this encounter with his workmate. Tra- so with he his, kills his friend? Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> he actually decides to go down to Melbourne straight away. Oh. Um, but McCarthy went straight to the police. Oh, good. Um, but they didn't believe him. Oh, my God. They just accused him of being intoxicated drunk. because yep. he was drunk and he had alcohol in his system. They're like, uh... go away. Just, no, just go. You're crazy. <sighs> Um, but then he comes back the next day and tried to explain what happened, but they still they still didn't believe him. They were like, no, he's delusional. Yeah, Mm. Um, that's annoying. Yeah, so um, you know, this persuaded McCarthy to go to the Daily Mirror newspaper, where he spoke to Joe Morris about the crime. Mm -hmm. Um, McCarthy explained how he bumped into the supposed to be dead, Mm. and. The reporter saw the account as credible and filed a story under the headline, Case of the Walking Corpse. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Publication force. Clickbait. (laughs) Pretty much. um, Publication forced the police to exhume the corpse. Finally. Mm, Dental record. The fingerprints identified the body as belonging to Hackett and not McDonald. 
Oh my and gosh. From closer examination, they found that the body had several stab wounds and mutilation of the penis and toxic testicles. <laughs> You'd think that would be obvious then, yeah. and wouldn't need closer examination. Oh, look, It's like it's no, missing no, something here. I think it was because, like, it was so badly decomposed, but uh, they didn't want to do too much into it because mm. they just thought... Oh, yeah. He just died. Yeah. Like, but why wouldn't you, Open like... Open shut case. Yeah. Simple. 60s, eh? Um, so with that, like, um... So with that, uh, it was a potential link to the crime of the notorious mutilator. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Sydney police obtained an identical kit, kit picture of McDonald, which was given to all um, newspapers in the nation. The identical kit is a likeness of a person's face constructed from um, descriptions given to police uses a set of transparencies of various facial features that can be combined to build up a picture of a person. That's what it was. He was like the first, that was the first time that they used it back then. Oh. Um, and they got a photo out mm-hmm. and McDonald had started working at the Melbourne Railways already. Like he gets wow. jobs quickly. He must be very charismatic or something. Like he can just talk to anyone and be yeah. like, hi me. But um, they knew him as David Allen. Again. All these variations of his names. Yeah. And he tried to change his appearance by dyeing his hair and growing a moustache. But all his workmates, like, knew that the photo was him. Uh. So, yeah. So the Melbourne police arrested him when he was collecting his check for the week. Dumbass. Yeah. So under questioning, McDonald actually admits... Sorry, but... um. Under questioning, McDonald admitted to the killings, blaming them on an irresistible urge to kill. Mm-hmm. He claimed he was the victim of rape as a teenager and had to disempower the victims chosen at random. Penis. Oh, disempowering them. Is that yeah. what he said? Yeah. yeah. So he's removing the thing that triggers him mm. and what's that word? Emasculating them? Mm. Well, he wow. was... Um, but he enjoyed it. I'm so confused. So anyway. he, so since he had schizophrenia, schizophrenia, I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. Um, McDonald said that he um, heard voices in his head telling him that his victims were the corporal who raped him as a teenager. Right. Mm. So he still had that mental illness. And yeah, but and he, he was still, still, so he still enjoyed the sex, but yeah. he also was like, you fucked me up. Yeah. So I'm going to rip your pinky. So that's why I was like mm. saying he was confused because mm. he was conflicted. Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So he was charged with four counts of murder and committed for trial on February, uh, on 15th of, 15th of August, 1963. The trial began in September, 1963. McDonald pleaded not guilty on the grounds. What? Of insanity. Of insanity. Oh, <laughs> Grounds of insanity. I was like, what happened? Oh. Um, grounds of insanity. Grounds of insanity, mm. and testified in great detail to the gruesome murders. Um, some jurors fainted and had to be taken from the court. Yeah, fair. The juror chose to ignore overwhelming evidence for insanity in handing down a guilty verdict, wow. which like was shocking for all the psychiatrists mm. because they're like. You know, there is... So the psychiatrist said he was insane? He was, yeah. Ah. But, like, the jury chose to ignore it. 
Yes. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, before passing the sentence, Justice McLennan said that this was the most barbaric case of murder and total disregard for human life mm. that had come before him in this many years on the bench. McDonald showed no signs of remorse and made it quite clear that if he were free, he would go go he would go curling again. I mean, yeah, he needs to grow his peepee collection. Yeah, he was sentenced to five consecutive life sentences, with the strong recommendation that he should never be released. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in prison at Long Bay Hospital, a division of um, the Long Bay Correctional Center. but was soon certified as insane and transferred to a secure mental hospital. Um, In the prison system, he was known as Bill. Just Bill now. Yeah. Um, He had been in prison for so long that he became institutionalized and he was the longest continuous serving inmate in the New South Wales prison system. Wow. That was um, before his death, like... But now he's dead, so... I mean, yeah. Oh, that just ruined it. He died. (laughs) But, um... Spoiler! McDonald's interview with Fairfax in 1995, he said, The idea of staying out there frightens me. He feared he would kill again. (laughs) I wouldn't want a new start. I would be afraid that I would do the same thing again. They say a leopard never changes his spots. There is something in me, and it's built in. It's something I can't change. Um, he had no de- he had no desire to go out because he knew he wouldn't last out. Right. Um, but yeah, he did end up dying at the age of ninety um, from? from gastrointestinal oh. blockage. Is that right. how you say it? Gastrointestinal blockage on May the twelfth, two thousand fifteen, while oh. he was still in prison. Two thousand and fifteen—that was not that long ago. Yeah, crazy. He was the oldest and longest serving prison- prisoner in custody in New South Wales. At the time of his death. Wow. Wow. And he lived a long life. Yeah, he I know. did. What the fuck? But well, hopefully he endured some of the pain that um he inflicted on others while he was in prison. Same. I hope yeah. so too. Damn. Yeah. That's insane. It's, uh, it's always difficult with mental illness to mm. know where the line is. With yeah. the insanity, right? Yeah. That's the one thing that I'm always like conflicted about too. Like, cause I'm always just like, where, like, how, how do you determine that someone is insane? Yeah. Because there's so many cases where people's, like, the nature of their crime is so fucking insane. But they're like, oh, no, 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 they're going to serve life. Like, they're not pleading, like, innocent or whatever, like, yeah. because of their fucking insanity or whatever. But yeah. it's like, so so then what grounds does it fall under yeah. for, for them to be insane? I'm so confused. I know, it would be hard, wouldn't it? Is a psychopath insane? See, no, the, oh. no. I've I've heard of cases where someone's like, yes, this person's a psychopath or a sociopath and mm-hmm. stuff. But no, no, no. Like they're not insane. Yeah, they yeah. can still stand trial. Very logical. Yeah, because yeah. so, they still have that um, mental capacity to make decisions. Yeah, schizophrenia that would remove some. Yeah, because that would include bipolar, wouldn't it? Mm. If you if you have schizophrenia. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but like, yeah. That would be thing. classified. I would mm. classify as insane. Do you but think that he was insane? Do you think that he was charged, like convicted correctly? I feel like he was. Okay. Because he is life sentence and he chose not to go out because he knew he'll do it again. Because he said he was like... It's but would that make him a psycho... Uh, would that make him insane then if he can make that conclusive decision? I feel like he still has like voices. And I feel like mm. when he was saying it, I feel like he... 
still had like voices right. in his head I just telling him no don't mm. go out because you would you would kill someone for sure mm. I don't know well we'll never know but I just feel like <laughs> yeah I feel like you know the fact that he knew I feel like he could he still had it in his head I feel like serial killers are like that as well though mm. like they'd be like I'm a danger to society it's fine yeah. like don't don't release me like oh fuck i forgot that pedophile's name where he like murdered children and then he was like i just want to be sentenced to death and they were like why why do you want to be sentenced to death and he was like well because i know i'll do it again and i don't want to do that again so but he didn't like plead insanity like he he just got the death penalty so yeah i'm still confused i don't know do you have to hear voices to be considered insane i don't know because in that case like i feel like urges are probably just as bad as yeah. like voices in your head so what the i don't know i find it interesting when i talk to my friends who study law they mm. seemed much more empathetic to the insanity plea mm. than someone of my background who has no concept of like oh, yeah. mental illness really i mm. don't study it i'm not in the profession mm. so when they have a more um nuanced version of mental like view on mental illness mm. then you it does make me question like is yeah. is that legitimate it, yeah it, it could be. Yeah. In this case. Yeah. But it's hard to say. Yeah, it is really hard to say. Isn't it? Mm. Just so conflicted. It oh. is, yeah. I still think it's good they imprisoned him to stop yeah. him reoffending. No, of course. <laughs> yes. Very necessary. 100%. <laughs> the fact that the judge was just like recommended not to. Not to be released. Yeah. Yeah. Was like good though. Because mm. then it's like, don't do it. Yeah crazy but yeah. mm, i don't know yeah i mean if he was really insane though and he was surrounded by other inmates why were, weren't those voices telling him to kill them he's surrounded by penises all day when mm. he was in an institution uh still surrounded by penises yeah. Maybe he's heavily <laughs> by, medicated. Is, yeah uh, that's true sorry maybe he was medicated yeah true yeah to control it true true yeah. this is a great conversation thanks yeah. guys I was about to say, I kept, it's MacDonald, the McDonald, so he yeah. doesn't bring shame to the McDonald name. Yeah. <laughs> it's M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Okay. Yes, Mac. Mac. Okay, Donald. Yeah. But yeah, not yes. Ronald McDonald. Alrighty, well, thanks guys. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us, Jodie. Thank Jody. you for having me. Thank you, <laughs> You're welcome to come back as well. Yes. I've, uh, I've learned so much <laughs> <laughs> about penis-stealing uh, killers. <laughs> That's where you should call your episode The Penis Thief. The oh Penis Thief. Yeah. Yes. I think you've yes. decided The Penis yes, Thief. The Penis Thief. Mm. I like that. What a title. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us again this week, guys. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. No, not next week. After In, the holidays. Oh, yes. Happy weeks. holidays, guys. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Merry Christmas. Stay safe um, and wear your mask. <laughs> yes. Practice social distancing. Yes. Don't be an idiot. Eat and have good a food. good New Year. Yes. yes. Don't don't contribute to the outbreak that's inevitably going to happen with all these New Year's Eve parties. Just saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, see you next year. Bye. See you in 2021, bitches. Bye. Bye. Bye.